Hi there, and welcome to Manningham Christian Centre's Sermon of the Week. I'm so glad you joined us. My name is Matt Wyatt, and I'm the lead pastor here. My prayer for you is that as you listen, you encounter God and find this message practically helpful. It would mean a lot to us if you were able to rate and subscribe. This not only lets us know how we can serve you better, but also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Hey, thanks so much again, and I look forward to catching up with you later. Bye. How are you? My whole life was built with people talking from this stage, you know that? Like my whole life, 20 plus years of my life, I've listened to people do this. So thank you, Pastor Matt. Thank you, Anna. It is my absolute privilege. And welcome. So I'm Sam. We used to sing this song, which is really cool because I don't plan how mornings go. I just come up with my bit. Nana and Matt come up with theirs. It says, purify my heart. Let me be as gold. It's a Brian Dawkson song, if you're into it. You know, let me be as gold and precious silver. And purify my heart. And let me be as gold as pure gold. Refine as fire. My heart's one desire is to be holy. Set apart for you, Lord. I choose to be holy, set apart for you, my master, ready to do your will. Why don't you just read that slide with me? I choose to be holy. Set apart for you, my master. Ready to do your will. Robin's been rocking a bit longer, so she knows all the words. She's with me. I've heard her preach from this stage. And whoo, why don't you have a listen to this bloke talk? Jesus said, you can't even enter the new day unless you become like a little child. I brought my daughter with me. So this is city number 16. And, and I brought my daughter with me on the last run. And we were in, we were in Virginia and we were in uh, Maryland and Delaware. And we, we were just having a battle in, in Richmond with the government and over the Capitol. It was crazy. And, and my daughter, who's 12, and, you know, we got the bus, and the bus got ran by a drunk driver, and it's wrecked. And it's like, what are we going to do now? And it's like all this drama, right? So I got all this peripheral stuff. And I have my daughter with me. She's 12, and she wakes up that morning. She goes, oh, Dad, can't wait to see what God's going to do tonight. dealing with the bus, we're dealing with the permits, we're dealing with all this stuff, we're dealing with trying to unite pastors, which can be a journey. Next day, we go to Maryland, same thing. She wakes up, Dad, I can't wait to see what God's going to do tonight. Just obnoxiously caught in wonder. I'm worried about peripheral things. I'm worried about all these other issues, and she's just like, I know God's going to show up. 
So this is Sean. And Sean's me. Like this morning. What time is it? What's the room like? What's the temperature feel like? Is the music just that little bit loud? Where are my notes? Am I well rehearsed? Have I researched what's going on? All these conversations and then I get to, oh, actually, I should be over here going, I can't wait to see what God's going to do. And then I go back to, well, how did worship go? It was a good experience. Did the announcements go right with the slides? Oh, the top corner mis- disappeared on the slide online. What am I having for lunch today? <laughs> how am I clothes? Did the guitar crinkle my shirt too much? And then, oh, I can't wait to see what God's going to do today. I wonder what God will do right now. Dear God, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for those who are here today, for we've come to encounter you, to see, smell, taste, touch, to be, to be part of the church that's in love with you, God. To learn from your word, to learn from your spirit. Help me in what I say this morning. Amen. I wonder what God will do right now. I've said it like four times. So in your brain now, you should be at the point of going, Jeez, I wonder what God will do. We must be in awe and wonder of God. We must be, I can't wait to see what God's going to do. Like, I've got lots to say, but I'm good. Like, I, can, I can't wait to see what God's going to do. We must be pure in our approach, seeking of the refiner's fire. Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Or from the message translation, you're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and your heart put right. Then you will see God in the outside world. Or the New Living Translation, God blesses those whose hearts are pure for they will see God. Or the Amplified Version, blessed, anticipating God's presence, spiritually mature are the pure of heart, those with integrity, moral courage and godly character for they will see God. Passion Translation, what bliss you experience when your heart is pure. For then your eyes will open to see more and more of God. Or the one I know too well. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Now guess is what today's title is. We stuck it on the back wall. Reinforces visual learning. Pure heart, see God. Today's not so much of a preach, not so much of a teach. But you know what it is? It's a treasure hunt. It's a treasure hunt. Like my fellow adventures, riches await this morning. But it won't be easy. Do you know how I know it won't be easy? You say, how do you know it won't be easy? Because Indiana Jones taught me so. That's how I know. Indiana Jones, famous for the treasure hunt. But Raiders of the Lost Ark, one hour, 55 minutes. Temple of Doom, one hour, 58 minutes. Last Crusade, two hours, seven minutes. Kingdom of the Crystal Star, one hour, 57 minutes. And the Dial of Destiny, two hours and 22 minutes. That's the last one for those who haven't got there yet. So you cannot find in 25 or 30 minutes on a Sunday 
what it takes Indiana Jones with all the power of Hollywood over two hours to do. Got that? So it takes us searching out. It takes more than me right now and you right now. It takes more than right now. Because Indy couldn't do it. But today is a, it's a treasure hunt. It's a learning journey that I'm on. And the good news is we have a map to help us out. So if you're here today going, I'm not sure about this Christian faith in God, it is a great day. Because pure hearts see God. Or if you scrolled your phone after Sunday and you found this on YouTube, congratulations, good day, good message. Just stick, stick with it a bit longer, I promise. Because pure hearts see God. So today we're on adventure. We're going to roll through pure. And then we're going to come to heart. And then we're going to use a bunch of tools and learn a bunch of tools to see what God says in the Passion Translation, to see more and more of God. I said it earlier, riches are white, but it won't be easy. Matt said it before, some of you may actually lose your life along the way. So the question this morning, you ready for an adventure? You coming on a treasure hunt? Yeah. <laughs> You're a little uncertain where we're going, but hey, it's a good ride. Believe me, it's a good ride. So pure hearts see God. Let's talk about pure. Some of you have heard about my, like, my fascination with water. Like, you can see through it. You can drink it. But you can still see through it. Like, if you made water, would you have made it see-through? Because everybody else who made drinks didn't make them see-through. Coke isn't see-through. Milk isn't... Like, I guess the cow doesn't control what colour milk. But, like... Isn't that, I just find it fascinating that you can drink water and it's see-through and it comes in handy for all sorts of other things like washing your hair, which I don't have too much of an effort for right now. So the University of Hawaii says this, water is a pure substance, a compound made of hydrogen, two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. And although it's the most abundant substance on the earth, it is found rarely in its purest form. Most of the time pure water actually has to be created by us. It's called distilled water or dissolved or deionized water, but basically you evaporate it, you leave the salt behind and then you're left with pure water. So see, this water, regardless of what the label said before I turned it off, tore it off, it is actually not pure water. It is see-through, that bit's cool. <laughs> like the water that comes out your tap's full of chlorine, just just a straight heads up, especially if you live in Adelaide. It's got more than anywhere else. Public water, <laughs> this will make you feel good. Public water intentionally includes fluoride for tooth decay and in some areas a lot of other things to clean up the water that comes out of the well. So I thought my water was pure, but it turns out my water isn't pure. The Bible talks about pure a lot. Over a hundred times you can read about pure. A lot of the statements are just like this. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two and a half cubits shall be its length and a cubit and a half shall be its width. I'll let you in on something. It's not actually pure gold they're talking about because pure, pure gold is too soft to make <laughs> a seat out of. It's like 99.9% .9 pure. 
And the most pure gold ever made was actually made in Perth in like 1956. It was 99.999% pure gold. And they made it in like 54 or 56. But the Bible talks about pure gold this way. It's not really the sermon that you pull out, the scripture to back up your sermon. We shall talk about purity. You shall make a seat of pure gold, two and a half cubits. No. But there's other things we talk about when we talk about purity. How can a young man cleanse himself? So he needs cleanse, clean, pure. By taking heed according to God's word. Let no one despise youth, but be an example to the believers in the world in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. And we, our treasure hunt could have just stopped in love, in conduct, in word, in spirit, in faith, in purity. I could have given you those six things. And everyone has, has this hope in him being Jesus, purifies himself, just as he being Jesus is pure. For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life right back at the start. You know, refine us, find my heart's one desires to be holy, holy. And then there's some verses about purity that you probably don't come across too much. Can a mortal be more righteous than God? Can a man be more pure than his maker? It's like, just grab that bit of the word and spend an hour on a treasure hunt going, can a created be more pure than the creator? Pure hearts, they see God. So, I need some help. You don't have to get on stage. You're not going to appear on camera and you're not a volunteer, okay? I'll give you the tip. Ready? I just need you to put up. I need seven people, okay? Super easy. Thanks, Brett. Oh, Brad's down the back. Good on you, Amber. Oop. Sorry, <laughs> someone will get that one. There you go, Dave. Neri was right next to you. Oh. Good on you, Dave. I've got two more. Wonderful one there, how'd I go? And anyone else? Mike's at the front. Ripper, just hold on to it and squeeze it for a bit. Let's talk about hearts. The human heart is roughly the size of a large fist. Just there. The heart beats about 100,000 times per day. About 3 billion times in your lifetime. Because the heart, I like this one, because the heart has its own electrical impulse... It can continue to beat even when separated from the body as long as it has an adequate supply of oxygen. We're not going to do that today. <laughs> but wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> the thump thump of the heartbeat is the sound made by the four valves in your heart closing. Whose heart beats faster, women's or men's? If you're a woman, throw your hand up. If you think women's the answer, if you think men's is the answer, throw your hand up. If you don't care and you didn't want to come and participate today, <laughs> like somewhere, ah. a woman's heart typically beats faster than a man's. The average man's heart beat about 70 times a minute. The average woman about 78 beats a minute. And are you squeezing your tennis ball? So if you squeeze it tightly, that's how hard your heart is working all the time to pump blood around your body. And if you didn't get a ball and you're feeling like you're left out, just look at someone next to you with a ball, they'll pass it at you, and you can give it a quick squeeze and go, gee, hearts work hard to keep me up here this morning. My heart is working hard. Yeah, while you're passing it around, God has a massive amount to say on hearts. Uh, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. A sound heart is life to the body, 
but envy is rottenness to the bones. These are all proverbs. A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance, but but by sorrow of the heart, the spirit's broken. A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Or if you're my kids and grew up with my music, cheerful heart is good medicine, good medicine, good medicine. Cheerful heart is good, good medicine. Proverbs 17, 22. As in water, faith reflects faith. So a man's heart reveals the man. Happy is the man who's always reverent. But he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. So let's circle back to Matthew 5.18. Which is, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. The word of God is in itself an adventure. It's a treasure map on its own, a journey of discovery on its own. Commentary after commentary. Like you can do the word bit. Like you can turn through that and then you can get a Bible that tells you stuff with little notes next to it and then you go through that and then you type Matthew 5, 8 into Google and then you go through that, commentary after commentary, the commentary of someone from 1643 and then the commentary of someone from 1742 and then dun, 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 dun. But I'll give you the tip. Today you're just going to get what I got. Blessed are the pure in heart. When Jesus talked about this, if you were the audience, you were there... You were there understanding clean and unclean, or pure and impure. I, can sh- I, I like pure. It's a special word to me, so I like pure, but you could talk about a clean heart, but a pure heart. And Jesus, when he's talking and he talks about being clean or unclean, if you're his audience, you're thinking about Leviticus, who was reading Leviticus this week. There's an answer that never gets a hand at church. <laughs> Leviticus 11, words is about foods permitted and forbidden. And unclean animals. Leviticus 12, anyone? The ritual of childbirth. Leviticus 13, the law concerning leprosy and the law concerning leprous garments. No, nobody this week? Leviticus 14, the ritual for cleansing healed lepers, which is great to come off the law concerning leprosy and the concerning leprous garments and then move into the the ritual for cleansing healed lepers. Like if I was leprous, I've thought about this a lot in like the last two months. Can you imagine walking into a room and just going, unclean, unclean? Because that's how it worked. Impure, impure. If you walk in the room, COVID, COVID. Do you think people come and talk to you? Like Leviticus 15, the law concerning bodily discharges. It's what the New King James says. (laughs) Clean and unclean. So you're hearing this conversation and Jesus is talking about blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. But he isn't referring to the laws around being pure. For the body, the outer body, he's referring to what we understand to be the inner. The pure of heart for you know, a man's heart reveals his soul. So blessed are the pure in heart, the internally pure, for they will see God. There's a lot of people in the Bible. Anyone want to hazard a guess how many actually saw God? Anyone? You're not going to say a hundred, are you? But blessed are the pure in heart, so they shall see God. So all we need is pure hearts and we'll see God, won't we? Or will we? 
So they didn't all see God, some face to face, some God put his hand over, you know, that. So anyway, some sort of visions of him. But here Jesus is talking about, we'll, we'll go with the metaphoric version of they shall see God. They will see God at work around them. They will see God at work within them. They will recognise and know the Lord. They'll know his desires. They'll see his love. They'll know his love. See his intentions because pure hearts see God. When we're internally pure, we're more likely to see God. One, to see God moving in our lives, which I call the personal God. You know, see what he's doing for me and see what he's do- and you see what he's doing for you. Not anyone else, you see what he's doing for you in your life. The personal God. Two, you can see God moving in the lives around you, which I call the, you know, the revealing God. Like it's great when you see him moving personally in your life, but also when he's moving in the lives of someone around you and he's revealing himself through them. And three, you start to see how God wants you to move in your life to impact the lives of those around you as God would, what we'd call to be God, the instructional God. So one's the personal God. I just see how he's doing with me. And don't worry, if you're going, I don't get this, we're about to roll through the pure bit. We're just going to talk about seeing God. Number one, you see him in your own life. And just you see him, like I see him and go, oh, notice how you did that. That's cool. I sit back and go, oh, I can't see you in my life, God. And then I go, oh, yeah, I can. That's cool. It's really cool. And often we find it easier to see how he's moving in the lives of those around us. It's like healing where you go, I can believe for your healing, but sometimes I'm, I don't know, I just don't get there for my own. My faith's bigger for somebody else sometimes than me. It's a lesson I'm learning. But it's the same thing. I can often see God moving in the lives of those around. It's probably the one I'm best at out of the three right now is that. And then the third one is, whoa, it's the opportunity, isn't it? The, the, the instructional God. So, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. In a way that means I will do something that reveals God to somebody else, because I see how God wants to move in somebody's life. Cleanse the leper, heal the sick, feed the hungry. Pure hearts see God. So done pure, we've done hearts, we're under tools. Now, you could have spent the next 10 minutes with me showing you all the toolboxes I looked up online for this. <laughs> there was a toolbox online that had steel construction with two steel plate outer wall coated with rust and solvent resistant powder coat with high gloss finish and drawers with a snap lock bowl bearing slides. It was a very, very nice drawer on a set of toolbox. But I would have taken you down a rabbit hole we don't need to go down. So fortunately, we didn't do that. If pure hearts see God, then we need a pure heart. And the next bit of this morning's around the how. The how, the physical tool. So not everything I talk about next you're going to grab. When I send someone on training at work, I say this simple statement. Um, write down three things at the end of the day and implement one. Doesn't matter how long the training is. Doesn't matter how expensive it is. Write down three things and then implement one for me, and I win. It was worth the time I put in to send them there and the money I put in and their time if they implement just one thing. And that's my encouragement this morning. 
that August is about to appear. And out of all these tools I talk about, you have the opportunity, as do I, to implement just one. But if you don't write something down, you might not remember it. So now's a good little time to find your phone or your bit of paper or your pen and just sit it next to you because we're going to talk about some tools. But before we do, let's talk about action and we're going to check out something amazing that my good friend, not really, John Maxwell has to say. That the moment I want to be different, God sends me people to make a difference. Mm -hmm and situations that make a difference, and uh, ideas that make a difference, and opportunities that make a difference. But that that is only taken by action. In fact, I have a, a, a little lesson called Action Attraction. And the lesson just very simply says, the moment I know what I want to accomplish and I start moving, then all of a sudden, the things that I'm looking for begin to appear. Mm. But they don't appear while I sit. They appear while I move. And this is the big miss. Because when we're discouraged and depressed, there's a tendency for us to hold and, and not do anything. And and and, and, and that's, that's not going to get it. We, action creates the attraction. Mm -hmm. When I move, then the resources move. But I have to move first. And some people say, well, I would move, but I don't see any resources. I mm -hmm. say you don't see any resources because you don't move. So we're moving today. Like, I love this. I learned this two weeks ago. I have been applying it since. It is astounding. Come up with an idea, tell someone about it, and then wait three days for three other people to talk to you about the same sort of thing you're putting in place. I know it really well. Talk to... <laughs> let's, let's not personalise this, because it wasn't me. Somebody at work talks to me about a diet. You know what happens in the next three days? Everyone in the office wants to talk about diets. Why? Because action attraction. We're moving, we're moving, we're moving, we're moving, we're moving. So how do you purify your heart? By purifying yourself. Today is Personal Discipleship 101. It is great opportunities. So let's uh, get into it. Joshua, I need you to push on the slide that says purify your language at the top. Look at that. He's got skills, hasn't he? We know it, we forget it, we know it, we forget it. The power of life and death is in the tongue. See, you're already there. We're already on that journey. And those who love it will eat its fruit, it says next. Brett Lindner came, he talked about his encouragement, spiritual tongues, praying in tongues. He basically said, praying in tongues purifies the tongue. Like, word for word, pretty much said that. That's Brett. You can purify your viewing, your TV, your Netflix, your YouTube. There's this amazing thing on YouTube, and I'm going to do it now, and I didn't preload it. So if you go into YouTube and open it up, I'm not necessarily encouraging this, but it helps me tell me what your life's like. In the bottom left-hand corner, you click on library, and then that shows you the last few things you watched. Do you want to know? Emily Blunt reveals she almost became a pop star. I've, I've clicked on that. Um, when you bump into Adam Sandler dressed like Adam Sandler. 
Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kiss remembers the best bands that supported them. That was a good one. Um, the Bright Side is, oh, 71 sci-fi movie titles in song, in rhyme. Um, you know, right now you're thinking, geez, I'm glad this bloke's up on stage this morning talking to me about Jesus. Um, you, you, you can keep going, but, you know, your phone will tell you that too. I wish before I walked in this morning that I'd remembered I was doing this moment and clicked on a few things. But, but that wouldn't be true, would it? Less than a period of Don't Google when I meet Adam Sandler dressed like Adam Sandler now. It really wasn't worth it. It really wasn't very So purify your language. Purify your viewing. Purify your music. It goes like this, doesn't it? Creating me a clean heart. Oh, oh God. And renew a right spirit within me. And cast me not away. From thy presence, O oh Lord, you take not thy Holy Spirit from me, restore unto me the joy of my salvation, and renew a right spirit within me. You know how to purify your music? Just like creating me a cleanup. See, I can put on Keith Green and go all day. I can also put on country music and at the end of the day, I'm a little more depressed than I start. <laughs> like, I really am. It really does impact me hearing songs about your dog dying, your wife leaving and, you, and, and, and your ute breaking down. But I love country music. So it's just a balance. You don't do it all day. Talkback radio? I don't do talkback radio all day. You'd be surprised. My opinions increase when talkback radio happens. <laughs> My opinions increase, 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 and all of a sudden I've got an opinion on everything and everybody should hear about it and I should ring up and tell them. No, I should just be quiet. <laughs> but like July comes, July and August come, and all these uh, great bands release new albums and new songs and, and like Elevation Worship drops something for me and, and Jesus Culture drops something for me and Red Rocks Worship drops something for me and, and after two, three weeks I've just new song, new song, new song, new song. And it, it just helps me. The other day I was grumpy. Jeez, I was grumpy at home. Like everyone was out, I was working from home and I was grumpy. And everyone who left in that morning would have known I was grumpy. And Spotify's on and Spotify helped me out because I was so grumpy and then this came on. So I'm a grump. I'm working, I'm going, I just don't feel it. God, it's play the music. And then it comes on, you're never going to let, you're never going to let me down. And I'm like, oh. This is good. You're never going to let. And when I'm at home on my own, it is pretty much, you're never going to let. You're never going to. Because I needed it. I needed to break it through. So I was going for it. And then once I got that, because they sing that like 400 times. It's like Sunday morning worship where we want to break through 400 times. And then it got in there, you are good. Good. And I ended up going, because I'm feeling good. Good. Oh. So purify your music. Purify your body. Believe me, no expertise in me being able to talk about what you eat, what you drink. <laughs> I'm 100 miles from that bloke. What, how to exercise? Nah, the good news is today we're not talking the external. We're talking internal purity. Proverbs, chapter 2, verse 10. 
When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you and understanding will keep you. To deliver you from the way of evil, to the man who speaks perverse things from him. From those who leave the path of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. Who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perversity of the wicked. Whose ways are crooked and who are devious in their path. To deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. Who forsakes the companions of her youth and forgets the covenant of God. For her house leads down to death and her paths to the dead. None who go to her return, nor will they regain the path of life. Keep your body away from those who forget the covenant with God, for the path leads down to death. The older I get, the more I feel like God wrote things down just for me. I always thought this was a young man's word, you know. Get through the hormones, get to that point in life before you're married and just remember, don't go down and see the seductress where a path leads to death. Every time I read this, I go, praise God. Praise God for good instruction. Praise God for something that matters to me. Praise God for keeping your body away from those who forget their covenants with him. So you can also purify your body through communion. Got your communion this morning? Grab it out. Now's the time. So what I've realised more and more is sometimes you're not really sure. Like it's not Sunday and you want to do communion and you go, what am I going to do, God? Well, I'll give you a little tip of a really easy way to take communion every week. A couple of times, you just go to YouTube and you just watch it. So you just watch communion like, like this. This was the other day. Ready? Here we go. But this morning, I want to focus on the fact that Jesus, He came. And He took the curse upon Himself for us. In Galatians 3.13, it says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law. Now, what does redeem mean? It means to be set free from rules and regulations. We no longer live under that law because Jesus, because of what He did, He purchased our freedom and He became that curse for us. And He took the curse upon Himself for every believer, for all of us, so that we could be blessed and not cursed. And through what Jesus did, He reconciled us back to God and He gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. So I need the bread this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Of course, she did Thank you, Jesus. And drink the blood.
And you say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for purifying our body, God. That we would be blessed and not cursed. So you can purify your body. You can purify your will. And this was cool. This was, this was just, just the other week. Just the other week. Because I thought I was bringing something new and then I realised week after week we might have been talking about it. Volunteering is exercising your will to serve. The dictionary defines it as a person, a volunteer, as a person who voluntarily undertakes or expresses a willingness to undertake a service. Volunteering helps MCC fulfil her mission to be a large community where the perfect love of Jesus embraces all. So volunteering purifies our attitudes when we're willing to serve others. And I was really happy with Brad. And then Kelly got up last week and she talked about this. That God has given us so many powerful things, but one thing that He has created us as humans to have is free will and choice. And that is a powerful gift of God because He could have created us as perfect beings that just did the right thing and got it all correct. But from the very start, He gave us free will and choice. And I just want to just highlight the power that that, that that is because there are people in our world who are enslaved in the most literal sense. And they are disempowered because their choice is limited and gone. We are given choice. It's good stuff, eh? Like purify your will, then purify your mind. Oh, the mind. Oh, wait there, wait there, wait there. Through the reading of the Word and through prayer. And I always saw them as different. I quite enjoyed the fact that you read your word, yeah, on this side, and then you do your prayer on this side. But then somebody who wasn't here this Sunday or last Sunday or last Sunday talked about the need for both of them. So let's check, let's check this out. You will never really understand the Bible without prayer. It's impossible to understand the Bible if you're not a prayer warrior because you'll be fogged. You will not see it or understand it. But let's say the day comes when I buy a car. It's a gift. But it's no good without gas. I'll get you the car, but not the gas. You go get the gas. See? So God gives us a gift called life eternal. But he says, you go get the gas. What's the gas? The word. But, but, wait, wait. The car and the gas are no good without a key to ignite the engine. That's prayer. 
Hello. <laughs> so you can have the gift and the gas, but without igniting it, no good. But think about that the gift of life, life eternal, is a gift to you and me. Just like I'd give him a car. God says, okay, you go get the gas for that car. You go get the word and what I said in it. That's your gasoline for life. But no good without igniting the engine. Prayer. So how often do you put gas in the car? Petrol in the car? Weekly? Fortnightly? How often do you turn the car key on? So wait a sec. The word's like putting petrol in the car, is it? And prayer's like turning the key on. Let's work on ratios of that. So that was purify. Oh, and then into purify your time, which is my last one. So let's let's talk about purifying our time. So the morning. Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty. Early in the morning. My song shall rise to thee. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty God in three persons, blessed Trinity. So that covers off the morning. What about the evening? I love this. What about the evening? Going to bed 10 years ago looked like my bed. Going to bed today looks like my phone. You know what Lady Gaga says? Didn't think I'd quote her today, but I enjoyed it. Um, Social media is the toilet of the internet. Flush, 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 flush. Meeting Adam Sandler, wearing Adam Sandler clothes. That was a waste of time. So that's the evening. What about through your day? What about ways we can purify our time through our day? Check this very wise man out. Friends, this is the opportunity during worship right now. This is every single Sunday. In fact, it's every single day we live a life. For as long as there's breath in my lungs and my feet point to the ground, this is our role as the church. Hello? And the gates of hell will not prevail. When we bind and loose, we proclaim Your truth. And in Jesus' Name, we will not fail. Who's ready to sing this? Come on, let's do it. Come on. We're not going to sing it now, but who's ready? Purify your time through worship. So like the last few Sundays, you've heard from Brad talk about it, Anna talk about it, Kelly talk about it, Matt talk about it. Benny Hinn wasn't here, but geez, that'd be cool too. John Maxwell, if he's free, he can come and talk about it. The pure hearts see God. Today's a treasure hunt. We went through pure, talked about the fascination of water, which you can see through. That's right, Rosie. And we talked about hearts and how heart in the Word, in the Bible, is often God talking about the things inside rather than things outside, the cleaning and creation of a clean heart. And we went through a bunch of tools and moved into, you know, for they shall find God. But we're not there. We're like 30 minutes in. Indiana Jones still has another hour and 43 minutes if it's the latest one. 
He's still going. We're still going. Today's not actually about, I found God. It's blessed for the pure in heart, for they will find God. So today has its opportunity in it, called action. Action attracts action. So which one for August do you want to commit to? And this isn't an empty question with no response that goes out, 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 never comes back. This is us stopping for a moment to go. There's seven things up there that I could work towards purifying. Which one am I going to focus on in August? So take a look. Have you got one of the seven? You got one to play with in August? You know what happens after this when you have coffee? You get an opportunity to bring action into accountability straight away. So instead of how is your week, g'day, how great are you? What are you purifying in the next month? You know, which one are you going to focus on? For me, I can tell you now, it's mind. I am drilling the word and I'm trying to, every time I start my car, pray. Because I've realised that God, by chance or design, might just be talking to me through the word. I'm sure it's good for all you too, but oh, oh, come alive. So I said at the start, this is a treasure hunt. And along this treasure hunt, some of you may actually lose your lives. Matthew 10.39 why don't you read it with me this morning? For he who loses his life. Oh, try again. For he who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. I didn't give this verse to Matt to finish meeting leading with. He rolled it out. Such a great day to come on a great journey and, and actively get a bunch of tools and hope and pray and desire with all courage, that you might be one of those who loses his life for Jesus' sake and therefore finds it. So we're going to continue our adventure together. Why don't you just stand with me? Jesus, 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 we thank you for this morning, God. We thank you for all these things that we're learning, God. We're thanking that you will help us apply it, God. But right now, for those hearts that are unclean and closed off, we just speak the precious blood of Jesus out and we say clean, pure in Jesus' name. For those minds that are just clouded and fogged, we say pure in Jesus' name. For where language and we're viewing and where other things just aren't the way they're meant to be, we say pure in Jesus' name. The precious blood of Jesus. We did communion. Precious blood of Jesus washes over me and washes over you. And God, as we commit to action, God, I just pray that you open wide doors of support and accountability and, and reminders of the Holy Spirit day after 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 day. Because we want to find God. We don't just want pure hearts, God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God.
And we just want to see Jesus in our lives, in the lives of those around us, and what He wants to do through us into the lives of those around us. In Jesus' name we all said, Amen. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Anna. I trust that during the service, God was moving in your heart and His presence was where you are. Just before we say goodbye today, I'd love to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. If today's message spoke to you, or you've been considering believing in Jesus as your Saviour, then I would love to invite you to do that now. Would you repeat this short prayer after me? Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died for my sins and that you rose again to give me life. I ask you to forgive my sins and be my Lord and my Saviour. I open my heart to you today. Amen. If you said yes to Jesus today, we would love to hear from you. We would love to celebrate with you, pray with you and help you start your Jesus journey. Visit our website manninghamcc.org and go to the I Said Yes page. Fill out your details and one of our leaders will get in touch with you. We would love to hear your story. Hey, thanks for joining in today and being part of our service. If you enjoyed today's service, would you click the share button and subscribe to MCC so you can stay connected? We all need some good news and we would love to hear how God has spoken to you today. Visit manninghamcc.org and fill out a good news story form today. If you would love to know more how to grow in your relationship with God, then Next Steps provides the path for you. Visit manninghamcc.org to find out more. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.